Welcome back to the latest episode of the 423 Soccer Pod, the podcast that CFC built. This is Jim, a.k.a. Well, I say K.K. Chattagooner, but I changed my Twitter handle and it's too long for me to say. You can find me by searching Disillusioned Gooner on, on Twitter. So normally with these, I am I have a co-host that talks, that does his side of the podcast from a field in Bradley County. Uh, he's not available tonight, so Todd's not with us. But in his place, we've got somebody who has, frankly, begged us to be like, pleaded with us to be on the podcast. Begged because his daughter's been on and his partner has been on, and then we heard that he was very frustrated that he had not been on. So I'm bringing him in just to 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 shut him up and to allow him to to talk a little bit about. His CFC fan journey, um, if you don't know who I'm talking about, it's the other coach more. TJ, how, how are things going? Uh, it's pretty good. I had to regain some clout, you know, since I was the only one in the house. Now on the pod, I was I was down the pecking order here at the house. So I had to even things up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the, his daughter is the art director for the podcast. And his, uh, his partner is our coach emeritus for the podcast so tj is i don't know the other more so yeah. i've been coaching longer than her but she coaches high school and i only <laughs> coach middle school so she gets she gets to win that one so tj if you, if you don't mind uh t- talk to talk to us a little bit about for you know for the you're one of our listeners so for, so the other listener who uh who's out there and doesn't know your story uh you know what how did you how did you come to find cfc well i uh, I actually wrote this on Facebook the other day. I was the the Landon Donovan moment from yesterday. I think it was the anniversary of that. Eleven years from when Landon Donovan scored against Algeria, we had started watching soccer about a year before that. That really solidified it at that point. And then a few years later, we saw an advertisement for Chattanooga Football Club that they had a match around 2013. I think it was, and we ended up going to that match as a date night with Amanda and I, and. Uh, that might have been our first day night after having Bailey, actually, because she was born a year before that. Yeah. So we went out on a date night, and ha- until one of Bailey's CFC Academy games the other day had not missed a home game since 2013. That was our. It was the the Michigan Stars match. Of course, the Michigan Stars <laughs> match from a few weeks ago is the one we missed. Yeah. We saw it on live stream, but that's the that's the first one, the only one we've missed since the middle of 2013. Yeah. Well, yeah, so that was a heck of a match to miss. Uh, I mean, that was um, – I don't know. that. I, that's a pretty good – that's a pretty good match to just I, – I think that, that is a good symbol of our, of our season so far. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, we didn't play particularly well. We gave up a, a silly goal, and we fought, and – uh well maybe isn't a great indication because we won the game but in winning we lost uh because we had two players suspended after that because of the the shenanigans that happened after that how how have you felt about uh really I'll just go back to the legends cup you know how have you felt about the season you know starting with the legends cup and and coming up through the stumptown game last saturday 
well, it was looking really good there through the start of the Legends Cup, and we, you know, we were on top of it. I was very, I, I was afraid having that week off before we played Detroit. I was, I did not think that was going to bode well for us. That long layoff, even though we wanted, even though it put us in the semifinal, that week off wasn't great. And then it turned out like that when Detroit beat us. Was was it two nothing or three? It was three nothing. Yeah, three nothing. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we just haven't pulled it together since then. We we've played well at moments we just haven't finished well i'm hope i'm i'm hoping that it's from the tinker i'm hoping that coach fuller's doing tinkering and things like that and we've had injuries and suspensions and and other things but i'm hoping that we've got a plan that's going to pull it together starting a little bit saturday but more importantly on wednesday yeah it's feel it's felt really like a struggle this year this this year i mean like you you know i sat i was sitting in the press box for those first two games and and I had put so much, you know, uh, leading up to the Legends Cup, I had put so much, so much emphasis on that LA Force game because they really outplayed us in the spring, in the fall tournament, excuse me, even though they were a man down. And so I was really worried. I figured that, uh, that, that was the game that was going to determine, you know, just how far CFC could go in the Legends Cup. And, you know, we come out and, and win 4 1, although I know that they lost, uh, they lost their, their, I can't remember. Uh, they lost their player. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. Um, he got hurt, and he was their, their striker. Um, and so, and then we then we come back, and and while the the three zero win at New Amsterdam may look a little better than the performance, it was still we we scored seven goals in two games, and I was like, you know, we didn't we we only changed a couple of players really from the fall, and and you know I was really excited. Um, I still think, I mean, I will, I will say this for as long as I'm talking that we did not play as poorly in the final as the three Oh scoreline suggests, but it was still three, nothing. And it was a rough night to go. It was just a rough night all the way around. Um, and I knew that, I knew that it was tough right out of the gate playing, uh, playing strikers away, which I thought was going to be probably the, the second best team in the spring. Um, so I thought that was a difficult chore to go out there and that be your first game after a really rough loss. And, you know, the season has just not really taken off from there. We didn't play terribly, but didn't really create a whole lot and lost one nil. And, and then, you know, we just really haven't put anything together outside of a, a two, was it two nothing against New Amsterdam at home? I believe. Um, yeah, it was, Sounds right. yeah, I think it was two nothing. And then, we had that penalty called back, uh, the penalty, the uh, Hoff's penalty. Made, it was encroachment where Dixon had been pushed in. Well, yeah, he was shoved into the box. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, you know that would have made it three 0 which really doesn't doesn't mean anything. But no, um, but that's New Amsterdam, uh, and so you know, no offense to them, but you know, I would I expected us to to play well against them. So but they destroyed somebody the other day though. They sure they, did. They finally got their win and, and got their money's worth out of it. Yeah, they did. It was like scored four goals, I think. Yeah, four to one. I can't yeah. remember who they played. I think it was one of the California teams. But Yeah, I can't remember either. Was it No about the Stars. Was it Stars? It may I don't know. I, I, I don't, don't I don't remember. But yeah, they got four goals. Uh no, it was um it was San Diego. Okay. Because right. I remember when they scored their third goal, it was like three to nothing and I'm like how the hell did we draw against San Diego when New Amsterdam goes out there and absolutely wipes the field with them? But, yeah. um, I mean, that's just, that's just the kind of season it's been. And, you know, Stumptown, you know, I've been impressed with them 
for for you know for you know considering what they went through um and i mean hell they just put the team together like two weeks before the tournament and you know i i've been impressed with how they played they i mean they did what they had to do to get a win a win against us I, they did not outplay us they they had they took advantage of a of a defensive breakdown that I spent far too long on on Twitter breaking down, but um, uh, yeah, that was that was frustrating. And you know, I was a, it was a pleasure to talk to Carrie. I mean, it was it was nice to talk with her and get some sense about you know about the, what they've gone through with Stumptown. But I didn't want to lose, and and so that that puts us up to you know going up to Amtramic again. And um, what are your how how are you feeling about that game? I mean that the team from Canada is playing really well, so you know it's it, they're going to be a hard team to beat. I just don't know how serious either team is going to take this game, knowing that it. I mean, they can win the table, but it doesn't matter whether they win the table or not. You know, but they've been playing well regardless. It's all mean meant nothing to them in the long run. They were in the final regardless. I. I would like. I think that we're we we've been doing some good things. I'm our defense has been solid. We had a breakdown, but for the most part, we haven't allowed many goals. We also haven't scored many, unfortunately, yeah. it being Pride Razor Month and all that. But yes, we, we've we've created opportunities. We just haven't finished. So yeah. I'm hoping the goals are coming. Yeah, ne- next year for Pride Razor, I'm going to base it on XG. So <laughs> that, that, <laughs> we might go broke doing that. Yeah. It'll be expected goals. Yeah. For for every expected goal that you, that's your pledge, uh, yeah. I mean we we've created some chances and and really haven't really haven't finished well. Longtime CFC fans are very very familiar with that. Uh, it feels that, very familiar. That seems to be within our DNA to play well in between the boxes and then get clogged up in the eighteen and not really produce a whole lot or end product. But um, that seems very that seems like a a trend. Uh, about a maybe a ten year trend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that's about how long I've been coming. So yeah, I mean, and, and I, so I agree. I agree with you. You know, if we had a really large, if these teams had really large squads, I would expect to see like B team versus B team. You know, on sa- yeah. on Saturday. You know, like you play the people who haven't really played a whole lot. Uh, you may bring in, you know, somebody like Juan may only play. 15 or 20 minutes at the end of the game just to just to give him a run out and get his legs warm but not you know not not playing very much um but we don't have a real you know these teams aren't really that deep so i i don't really know what to i have no idea what to expect um part of me hopes that we go out and and just play everybody play the guys who haven't played a whole lot and um and give the give the starters a little you know some of the starters a little bit of a rest but the other part of me knows that if we lose that game on Saturday night, I'm going to, I'm going to be ticked off, even though I know darn well, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. They can um, start me in goal and you'd still be like, why, why did yeah. we, we can't lose that game? I don't care if TJ's in goal. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, but I will, you know, I will, I, I do want to say, cause I don't, I don't want to be incredibly negative uh, about the game. You know, we, at the beginning of the fall, we lost, uh, a rough game to stars where we did not play well. And in between that game and, you know, the next, next match we had was away to Detroit yeah. and everybody 
thought we were going to get our ass kicked. Um, I went on the protagonist show that week and they were asking me how I felt about it. And I, you know, I couldn't bring myself to, to tell, to say really how I felt. I think I said something like, listen, we just need a result. Well, you know, the guys are going to go up and play hard and we just, you know, if we get a draw, I'll be happy. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I was, uh, I sat in on the, the DCFC, um, NGS radio, I was on their Thursday show, not on it, but um, in kind of following it along on Twitch. And they were all just raring for, you know, just out to take blood. And we go in there and we act, we dominate that game. I mean, that's probably the best game we've played in the last two years. So I know the team has it in. We have goals in us. We have um, we have a, a defense that can, because, you know, hey, it was 3 nothing, but... Uh, they had a good first goal. Their second goal was a really soft penalty, and the third goal was a free kick in the extra time. So, you know, they did not they did not come in, they did not walk into Finley and create a whole lot. Now, granted, they were up to nothing at the at the end of the first half. They didn't have to. Yeah. But uh, you know, they almost change games as they yeah. say. Oh yeah. I mean, you have to look at the game state and and say that, you know, they after that second goal, they sat back and, and did what Detroit does. I mean, they're like, you know, we don't need to score a good. You're going to have to break us down, and you're not going to be able to do it. And, and we couldn't. So, um, you know, that yeah, an early goal. I mean, this is kind of cliche, but and it's kind of stupid because an early goal in any game is important. Uh, but an early goal against them would be huge. Uh, if we cannot go behind um, – and because because of how they play, I mean, they will choke the game if we go behind. And uh, so, but I, you know, I have to remain somewhat optimistic. Um, and you know, I'm not going to lean on the excuse that it doesn't really count uh, because I know that the game next Wednesday is the important one. But um, so yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna I guess we're gonna play uh. LA, the team that can't, the team that can't seem to find a, a way to record the, or broadcast their matches, nor can they find enough flashlights so that they can finish a match in the dark. So I guess that's who I guess that's who we get to play. If we get up two zero, can we flip the lights and just take the win? <laughs> yeah, I think I'll. Um, I think I'll. I think I'll see if uh, if Dion or Taco or somebody can can uh, you know if we get up a couple of goals, I'm I'm just gonna say, hey, could you go flip a breaker? Yeah, you know, it needs to be after halftime. It's got to be after halftime. Okay. So yeah, anytime after half, I'll just say, listen, anytime after half, if we score to go ahead, flip the breakers. And <laughs> Whoops. Oh Sorry. no. I guess I guess we're just gonna have to call the game, LA. Yep. <laughs> so speaking of that, what's your what's been your what's been your take on Nisa? You know, I've been particularly salty about the league over the last week or so. Some other people have been. Um, they've taken some shots uh, over. This season's been a little bit, been a little rough, but we've had some bumps with the with the Stars um, forfeit and L.A. And, and San Diego not recording games and then L.A. not paying their electrical bill. So what, uh, what what's your what's your take on that? It's, it's hard to be super strict on these teams when we need a few for you know we have to have eight to have a league and if we go kicking everybody out that's having all these flubs you know we we're not gonna have a league 
but now we're slowly getting numbers. So in two or three years, maybe, maybe we can be a little more, they can be a little more strict on that. I know, you know, there's rules and you're supposed to follow them and it's ridiculous when you don't, but you know, the, the answer is to get rid of those teams and that's not going to work well either. So we're not we're between a rock and a hard place right now as a league. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I, I, I would, I'm waiting. I'm just counting the days that we can, we can tell Michigan to like, just, just leave. Um, we, we, <laughs> I, we, I think you, you, that might be the one thing you and ta- you and Detroit agree on. <laughs> yeah. We are no longer in need of your services. Uh, thank you. And go, go play in the MPSL or something or by the, by the end, uh, the, the Jinkabo is may not, need to play anymore so they may not need a team at that point anyway who they may be but they may be past retirement age <laughs> oh yeah and then daddy won't need a team anymore that's true yeah i don't know how old steven is the younger one really doesn't play a whole lot but yeah but uh yeah well i, I don't know it's <laughs> it's i i just don't know i just don't know what to what to think i i'm i'm I, what what i'm really what i'm really anxious for is to just to get to the fall season where it's relatively normal. We have home and away. It's a single table. Um, none of this kind of strange, uh, play, you know, these strange tournaments and all that kind of stuff. It's just it's home and away, single table. Yeah, so it was, it was nice seeing that schedule. Like, like, oh, that's a real schedule. Yeah. That's that's mm-hmm. what we were looking for when we when we did all this. Yeah, eighteen games. Um, you know, that's a, that's a real schedule. So you know we're not recording this, uh, but for uh, we're not recording audio or video, but I have to describe what I'm seeing behind TJ's head. Um, you know, I see a CFC flag and a CFC scarf, so that much I approve of. Everything else, basically, back there on that wall, really needs to just be taken down. That's my Georgia wall, Jim. Jim. Jim apparently hates the red and black. That's the Georgia wall. I do have the scarf wall on the other wall. There you go. Oh, there that you better. go. Oh, yeah. Let's let's Where's do the scarf wall. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, you're not in the picture, but that, that, uh, that, that improves it also. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a much better shot than that uh, that bulldog and the other stuff. I'll let you look at it though, a little longer. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't. I have no. I don't have any of my stuff up. I have only my CFC stuff up here. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. You do have quite the lower league soccer uh, collection of scarves back there. I'm pretty jealous. Yeah, this is yeah. So my you can't see my CFC scarves. The CFC scarves are over, up here. Or yeah. I only have uh, one, two. I only have six of them up there. Yeah. So I've got I've got pretty much independent soccer behind me, except okay, yeah. for way over here. There is a little USL right there. Um, uh, well, they weren't USL when this scarf was made. Oh, uh, Asheville City back there? Yeah, so I've got two Asheville City scarves. Uh, I told Tim that that's the only bit of USL I'm going to allow um, allow in my in my scarf collection. So I have the I, I just bought a Excess Amingo scarf. That's the only money what? I've spent on USL, but I, I couldn't resist that one. I haven't bought any of the other Ford Madison stuff, but that okay. that one you didn't you didn't I'd get there you didn't get their very famous reversible kit. No, I don't. I don't need to sweat on the inside of the kit and then reverse it and let everybody rub all over the sweaty part <laughs> like they did for the second half of their match. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. I I don't know. I is that worth a, a front page article in the athletic? I don't think. Um uh, yes, because it's not NISA. It's as long as it's USL well, MLS it's okay. Yeah, I uh I said goodbye to the athletic after that. So yeah. um so yeah. But now you got a protagonist uh, or you're on the what's it the the Patreon? Patreon. Yeah, yeah, I should have been anyway. You know, yeah. you mean to be honest, um, you know, I, I should have been supporting them because they, you know, they they do good work in the. And I mean, they're the only real ones covering you know covering the clubs that we support. So, got to give them a little bit of love. Um, and you know, for those that for again for the other listener out here, since I've got I've got half of my listenership I'm talking to on 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 here. So the other the other half. Go over and listen to the knights if you not if you not listen to them. You got to you got to you got to give the the knights a little love. I gave uh, protagonist a hard time when they were doing some. They had some USL coverage. It <laughs> seemed like more USL than ESA at one point. I gave them a hard time about it. But then since then, they've done the knights the knights who say NISA. I listen to that mm-hmm. almost as much as I do this pod. You know, it, it's good stuff. So yes, absolutely, go listen to them. Yeah, absolutely. So. uh TJ, talk a little bit about the Chattahooligans and what you're doing. What you're doing with the supporters group? Uh, we're wrapping up the Pride Razor initiative right now. By the way, if you if you haven't donated to ours or the four two three soccer pod Pride Razor, there's still time. You can still mm-hmm. up your. Since we didn't score many goals, you can up your your uh, pledge. Yeah. To, to match what you thought you were going to be paying. That's that's what I'm going to have to do. Um. Uh. There's not a ton going on right now. We are about to, uh, I believe, I believe it's about to pass. We're going to have the next watch party, the seventh July, July seventh. That's our next game. We're going to have that's the home game. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, which watch? I don't know what date's going to be, but there's going to be a watch party for an away game. I guess it's this Saturday's Detroit game at uh, at uh, Sanctuary, the place that we're doing the oh, fundraiser okay. initiative for. We're we're gonna have the watch party there. We're gonna do it at their place for about four hours or whatever. That that's coming down the pipe. So is that you talk about this weekend? I I think it's I, it it may be for the semifinal. I'm not 100 oh, okay. sure. I have to. It'll get announced. Okay. But it's it's in the final stages of getting approved. It'll it'll be approved. That's pretty much it right now. We're we're hoping. I don't think we're gonna have be able to have tailgates for the fall, but maybe the next time we're we're looking at we're we're working on that. We're just not quite at that point yet oh so you don't think we'll be doing we do you don't think we'll be doing tailgates for the fall it was it was being talked about but i don't i don't think it's gonna i I don't know where it's gonna go we haven't voted on it again but it's i I would say it's leaning towards not for the fall yet tailgate team's not quite there yet on their comfort level how they could keep it safe and all that and still serve people food and all that stuff that's the main thing is serving people the food safely yeah yeah I, i i could i could see that but that's why we haven't been doing anything like that. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, for the last, you know, for the last couple of seasons, or I don't know what you call them, spring for fall and spring. Yeah, um, I don't know whether it's a year or six months or more. Yeah, for the last, is. yeah, for the last however long, um, yeah, I, I certainly didn't expect. Hell, I mean, heck, we've only had fans back in the stands for, I guess, I guess we had a couple of games in November that we had we had fans, but yeah, yeah, there were I think there were four back in the. In the the last fall, we got home games, and but yeah, and then it kind of opened up when we started this spring. So yeah, you, I guess the other thing that we we have to talk about that we've been talking about as a community, and something that we certainly are are looking forward to 
um, in going into 22 is the return of the women's team. And uh, we've had two Q&As so far. The first one was at Chattanooga Brewing, and I was able to attend that one. The second one was just last Saturday, right before the the Stumptown match. Um, so what, what, what have you taken away from, from those two Q and A's, uh, TJ? Seems like a lot of people, the, the big question right now is how the tickets are going to be split. Is it going to be one ticket for both clubs? Is it going to be like an add on? Is it going to be two separate tickets? Like your season ticket I'm talking about. Yeah. That seems to be the next thing they're trying to figure out. And then uh, Jeremy said that that we we would have coaching candidates by the end of the year, possibly a hire. Oh, okay. That would come before a league announcement. The league yeah. announcement would might be by December, but it's probably going to be into 2022, early 2022. Oh. Um, but that's that's the the hard part. Yeah. Because uh, they've got to see where all these teams are going to go with this new USLW league. Uh, yeah. That's that may be a possibility. Uh, what's the one we used to be in? WPSL is the mm-hmm. one we ran before. Yeah. If if a lot of teams don't bolt, there is a solid Southeast division in there. But one of them, our, our, the team from East Ridge is already going to the USL <laughs> W League. Yeah. But there's still like seven other teams in there. And none of those have committed to that league so far. So, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think, you know, the, I have my own, I have my own salty thoughts about them announcing early. I, I think I think the other teams that that have some type of USL affiliation are probably doing what I would consider to be the appropriate thing in waiting until their season is over before they tell their league that they're in that they're leaving, um, or at least making it public. Uh, I, you know, I, I think that's kind of the the right thing to do. I mean, you know, it's I mean, even Oakland tried to do that. You know, like, you know, they they tried to make it to the tournament before and then somebody leaked it and they, you know, they had to come out and kind of admit it. So, um, you know, I think that I think their announcement was going to be made at least at the tournament. So, they at least they were going to wait until a little bit. I I I have to my own salty jaded take on this is that um they know that we are I mean, we've made it very clear that we're returning in 22. We've got Q and A's going on. We've got planning. You know, for me, it was, I think they just wanted to get out in front and, and claim the territory for that, you know, for the, for that league before anything else happened. Um, and now they can say they're a founder, you know, they, they like that. Um, and, uh, but I, you know, I think if it was going to be pro, you know, if this was, if USL had come out with a, a D2 women's league, then I don't know that many of the USL affiliated clubs would have jumped from WPSL, but because it's still a, a kind of a semi-pro uh, league, because it's really on the same level as UWS and WPSL, I do think we're going to see quite a bit of, uh, um, you know, quite a few of the southeastern clubs leave, and so I don't know if WPSL is going to be any better than UWS going forward. And, you know, I've heard that UWS has a couple of more, I mean, right now they've got, well, they've got, they've got, there are two Pensacola teams. There's an Atlanta team. And then is there a team in New Orleans? Is that the Atlanta Panthers? Is that UWS? Yes. Okay. So I think, I think there are two Pensacola teams, the Atlanta team, and I think there's a New Orleans team. So there are four teams right now that kind of make up a Southeast 
I know that they're from Southeast though. Huh? Those are some long drives. For yeah, really are. Yeah, it's it's really more opponents. Yeah, it's like a Gulf Coast league more than a Southeast league. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, we really we really need somebody, and you know, it'd be really nice for Huntsville to you know maybe to have a team and um, some other teams to pop up. And so um, they're already in that. There's already a, a isn't oh, what North Alabama's already the WPSL. In the, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's so. If if they stay there, and some of those other teams stay there, that's a solid little division, like like we used to have in MPSL. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I I just don't know if I know WPSL. You know, talking to people who uh, who know more about this than I do, um, you know, I, I get very kind of mixed vibes about WPSL as a league, uh, mm-hmm. just as a you know, and so I I, I don't know. You know, again, I don't know. I don't know anything directly. I've not. I, I like I said, I'm not. I'm not in those, in that uh, conversation much. But, um, yeah, I think there, there's a reason why you're going to see. It's more than just USL teams joining, joining another USL league. It's some of them are like we haven't been happy in WPSL, so we want to go. Um, and so I, I don't, I just don't know. I, I think, I really think if UWS had populated some teams in the Southeast, that's probably just from just the feeling I get from talking to people. I think that would be, you know, that, you know, Detroit is in UWS now. There's, um, well, the stars are in UWS for, well, they did everything Detroit does. So whatever <laughs> Detroit true. did, they did it too. <laughs> so there's already a couple of NISA teams that have, uh, and then of course there's whistle. Like, I don't, I don't know. That's the new pro, the new pro women's D2 thing mm-hmm. that, that, uh, the, the people that brought you NISA have brought you whistle. Um, <laughs> so, so I guess, what is that? Club nine? Is that what they're called? I think that yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah. Club nine. So, uh, yeah, so club nine is involved with whistle and we know that LA has, has said they, they want to have a whistle team. So, so um, great. We can have more games. We don't get to right. see and look crazy and Ella go out there and film them for us. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we can not show the, not broadcast the women's game or play in the dark. Um, at least we'll only miss a half a game because that's all as long as it'll last. And then the lights will go out. Right. Exactly. So, so I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't see us doing, doing anything pro, um, in 22. So, you know, no, he's, he pretty much, Jeremy pretty much said, we're not going pro right off the bat. It's yeah. going to start. He talked about like a men's uh, path, like the men's team, mm-hmm. not necessarily the length of time, but let's do amateur and get it to, you know, and then we'll look at other options at that point. Cause, uh, Oh, who was in there? Who's our tall owner? I can't remember his name. Played played outside back. I can see his face, but I can't remember his name right now. Dark headed guy. Oh, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Why and he can't remember, he needs, <laughs> no, oh I, my gosh. I cannot no. remember. I can't believe. Anyway, he was talking about there was never intention to go pro for the men. It just That's happened true. like that. Yeah. The women, I mean, they want it they want it to be comparable to what the men get, you know, as much as they can. But it's it's not going to be pro off the bat. It could be eventually, but it's definitely not going to be right off the bat. Yeah, I and I don't know that anybody has a problem with that. Are you talking about yeah. Thomas? Was it Thomas Clark? Yes, Thomas Clark. Yeah, yes, yes that's who it was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, God, that name. I can see his face. Um, yeah, I could too. I couldn't remember his name for the moment. 
Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not talking to anybody that has any problem with that. I mean, I, I know no one who has said to me, "Oh, it's got to be pro." Um, I think everybody has said that it makes sense to start, um, you know, like the like the men did and, and provide a ramp. You know, I yeah, you know, I don't think we're I don't think we're gonna want if if that D two pro league takes off. I think we're gonna want to be a part of it eventually. But yeah, um, but we'll you know we'll have to see. Uh, you know, I, I think Jeremy's made it perfectly clear. And one of the struggles we're having with the women's choosing a women's league is that he does not want you know kind of the the league uncertainty that that the men had in 18 and 19 you know he just doesn't want he doesn't want the women's team to go through that kind of stuff so uh, and hey I don't, it's unavoidable at this point you're going to, have to just pick one and hope it's the right one it looks like yeah <laughs> yeah we're, we're waiting for a sign and i don't i don't know what that i don't know what that sign is going to be um did did he did he announce the last the last Q and A. Did he talk about the last Q and A? He said it was going to be virtual. So, yeah. but it, it other than, he didn't announce a date. Okay, it will be virtual so that anyone can participate. Yeah, I think the you know well the the big reason is virtual is that not not you know not really who's participating from our end, but who's participating um, from Germany. That's true. Because <laughs> so. the Wolfsburg leadership is going to be a part of that. They wanted he wanted them to get in there and kind of get a feel for what people are saying too. Yeah. And so they can speak and get their part in. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, I still really don't have a, you know, and I guess I could ask some more questions. I haven't really asked that much. I still don't really have a good sense about what that partnership is really going to be. And maybe we're not going to know until we get in the middle of it and see what it, you know, just kind of see what it does. Um, he did say it's a year of consultation or coaching or something like there's, there's, they're going to do something for a year, like intense, yeah. like, helping out the coaching staff and stuff like that. I don't know exactly what that means, but there's a year commitment there. So that that's the one thing I did hear him say that they've clarified a little bit on what, what a, a piece of that partnership. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's an interesting partnership. Um, you know, I, I remember, I remember when I first saw the mock-up of the, the secondary kit It's not an away kit, the secondary kit, uh, you know, it was it was awkward to see a Wolfsburg crest in the middle of, in the middle of our jersey, um, but you know where you know where we are in a smaller market and um, where we have been over the last couple of years in terms of our, our financial situation. Um, I'm happy that Wolfsburg sees enough in the club to want to put real money behind us, and so. Yeah. Um, I think you, you've got to, I think all things considered, it's, it's a positive for the club. And if folks want to take, uh, take some jabs at us for having Wolfsburg on our kit, then, oh, well, <laughs> they can take all the pot shots they want. I thought it was a gorgeous Jersey. I look, <laughs> I, I didn't have a European or any other team besides CFC. Yeah. I was rooting for Wolfsburg because they were yeah. in a partnership with CFC and to put that on our, on the front of our Jersey, I thought it was beautiful. It was great. <laughs> you know, so. So they can have all the problem they want to up in Canada with that. I I like it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, agree with them a little bit on the Louisiana thing, even though I get it. <laughs> but the the Wolfsburg crest, no, they're just taking shots at that point. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, Louisiana was funny. I mean, when they when you know when they put the they put the 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 uh, outline of Tennessee with Louisiana in it. I mean, you know, the, yeah, that's good. That is good. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, whatever. I mean, it's it's you know, it's a brand who's 
who it's owned by a Chattanooga company. Um, yeah. So, you know, whatever. Uh, hey, and I've heard some people buying buying Louisiana hot sauce because of it. Oh so. yeah, yeah. I bought I bought hot sauce when when we started when they did the right. CFC hot sauce, and I'll buy I buy Louisiana hot sauce. I don't care if they're <laughs> if they're supporting my club, I'm buying their stuff. That's right. Just like when I see the East Ridge flag at an establishment, I turn around and walk out because <laughs> I'm not spending money there. Yeah, yeah, but but have you seen one? Have you seen any of their flags without creases in them? I, I didn't look. Amanda saw it, and she bolted before I could this last where'd you, time. Where did you see it? Let's put them on blast. Do you want to put them on blast? Yeah, let's put them on it, blast. It was at Pickle Barrel. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not going in there. I don't. I, I don't have all my shots. <laughs> I have. So we we did. We we were hungry, and I had 11 people after a soccer match on Tuesday. From you got to be really hungry to go to the Pickle Barrel. Yeah, yeah. We, we well, we we tried to go to uh, Jack Brown's first because oh, yeah. Sponsor, but they were packed out yeah. on a Tuesday night of all nights. Two. You know, there, there were like four empty seats in there, so we had to go somewhere else. Yeah, but I tried to go there first. Yeah, you, you need to you need to go to uh, Dos Bros. That's what you need to take your team. Yeah, well, I don't know if they're open that late. It's the problem. Oh. We, we play and it's like nine o'clock, ten o'clock. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. It, it's very limited choices at that hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm still thrilled. I am I'm you know I was uh, I'm still excited about the women's team. You know when you say when you say it's not going to be until December or January, you know that seems so long from now. But he said by then at least. If that we're helps, gonna, yeah I, yeah I, you know it'll be close to that. Yeah, but we we're gonna blink and it'll be here. So yes, um, yeah, and plus we've got a ton of soccer until then. So we've got. You know the the fall season came. The fall season schedule came out. We've seen the we've seen the independent cup. So I mean, there is literally like the guys get no break. No, they don't. That's I mean, what I was when I, I was shocked at that when I saw the schedule. Like they have no time off anywhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, we play we play this home and away with Appalachian, right? Kind of in the middle of the independent cup, and then they may you know maybe they've got a couple weeks. You know, I think between I think the one week, I only know there was a couple of weeks. I think they might get the last week of July, of July. and play in the first week of August. Yeah, and you know we've got you know we've got we'll have some rotation in the squad because yeah. I think I think we've got some contracts that are up in at the end of June. So, I mean, but I mean, it's that's, there's a lot of work to be done in a in a short amount of time. I mean, I really do like the independent cup, the idea of the independent cup. And maybe if we get into a normal fall spring season, the independent cup can fall in an in a time when it makes some sense. It can, it, it, it can feel maybe less congested um, and give, and give the guys a little bit of a break. Cause right now it's just like, I mean, we have that when's the final is on the third, the, yeah. the NISA final. So if we make the final, we're playing that game, and then we turn right around on the seventh and play a home uh, friendly. Oh, that Appalachian FC, yeah, yeah. I so, say that's a, that's a you know that's a t- that's where we can use a little bit of our depth. You know, that's a that's not a league game. It doesn't it does it counts, but it doesn't count. You know, I bet uh, we'll see. I bet we'll see trialists at that game. I bet. Yeah, yeah. It, I didn't realize there were contracts ending at that time, but I was afraid there might be. So yeah, absolutely, they'll have to be have some trialists potentially to take those spots. If, if mm-hmm. we don't sign everybody back, which, you know, we never do not everybody. anyway. Well, and plus you, you've just got to give some of the guys 
you know, you've got some guys who've been banged up. You know, you've got Dixon who's been in and out of the squad. You know, you and I talked about Bement before before we started recording. He's been in and out with with well <laughs> with a suspension and, and some injuries. And so, I mean, you're gonna have to give some of those guys just a, a little bit of a time to just heal and get back back to hundred percent. Yeah. Um and you know, they're not gonna have a whole lot of time to do that. I mean, I, you know, I'm look I pull it up the the matches and I mean I mean you're right. We go the July seventh, that Wednesday is that friendly and then we immediately jump into um into the uh, independent cup on the 10th yeah um play that three straight saturdays 10 17 and 24 i mean you you know what we don't get we don't yeah they don't get a single they don't get a break i mean i I thought there was a week in between the independent cup and the uh i guess there is there is a week you're right there's a week in between that soda city match and uh and we did us starting the fall season with Stumptown. um so there's a lot of games in there. Yeah. And there's a lot of games, but there's just not an extended period off. Like yeah. it's like a game a week. It, there are two games in a few weeks, but then it kind of settles down to where it's one game a week, but that's yeah. still, that's still just going every week, practicing mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't have a long time to take a break, you know, take a week off It's not there. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's, I mean, you look at that schedule and it is, it is. We're just going straight from July all the way to November. Um, I mean, hey, it's good for us. I said, yeah, yeah that, that that'll make the wait for the December coach announcements. <laughs> That's right. You know, yeah. the seasonal end, and then there'll be a coach announce within a few weeks, and we'll be right back into it. We'll have a heck of a lot to talk about, yeah. and uh, and yeah, we'll have a heck of a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm just, I you know, I can't say enough. I'm really excited about what the fall is bringing, and you know, and I look. You know, I look at the beginning to our schedule and our first three games, well, you know, we we lost to Stumptown, we beat New Amsterdam and Drew with Bobcats, but those are still three winnable matches. You know, we could yeah. we could um in LA, who knows? We could we could be hosting Detroit uh on a good run. So hopefully every, we'll every game every game in the league's winnable for us. Like we can we can lose to anybody, but we can beat anybody too. Like it's yeah. There's not a game we go in. I mean, Detroit's good, but we beat them. You know, we lost to them in the final, but we beat them the time before that. Yep. You know, it, it's our record. As as much as they like to pretend like they beat us, beat us senseless every time we get on the field with them. <laughs> it's a very even record, despite their confidence. Well, I mean, the the league is really. I mean, it's high. It's very competitive. Um, yeah. I mean, you don't see, you don't see a lot of multiple goal leads. Um, yeah. you know, Detroit has had a couple, um, New Amsterdam <laughs> out of nowhere had a three goal win throttled San Diego and no <laughs> one expected right. it for right. the first win. But most of the matches have been one nil, two nil, two one. Um, and, and they've been really kind of back and forth. And, and so it's, it's, it's a really competitive league. And, um, you know, I think, uh, I think it's, uh, it's been fun to watch. It, it's, it, it has been fun to watch. It's been frustrating over the past couple of weeks, I, I'll admit. And if it's frustrating for us, I could only assume how frustrating it is for coach and for the players. So um, that's a good, you know, they, they good motivation. You know, you don't want us playing great. We saw what happened. We were playing great and went into the final for the Legends Cup. <laughs> you know, we, we, uh, 
I like us to play well. Yeah, so I like us to play a little bit better. You know, um, I mean, we scored seven goals in the first two games. Yeah, we've not scored seven since total. Yeah, but that's my that's the motivation to we, we got to play now and you know and this mm-hmm. is when we want us playing well. So hopefully that's yep. what's going to happen. Yep. Well, TJ, this is it's been fun. Um, you you can now go back and 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 talk to talk to the family and and you all can share your four two three soccer pod experience. Yes. Now, now the one person in the house that listens to the pod has actually been on it. So I get yelled at when I put it on. What? I, they, they just, they can't, they want to listen to music. I'm trying to listen to the pod in the car. We're, we're driving for two hours. I'm, I want to listen to the pod. Well, now I am devastated. I certainly thought our art director and our coach emeritus were, would be very excited to hear the sound of our voice for 30, 45 minutes once a week. That you would, that, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now that I'm on this one, they'll absolutely not. Oh no, yeah, they don't episode. want. They don't want to. Zero they, chance. They don't want to hear you. They don't want to hear you talk. No. Um Well, hey, it's it's been great. Uh, and um, hey, we've got we've got a game on Saturday to watch. Um, I don't know what it's going to be like. Uh, we have a game on Wednesday that will be very important. Um against LA. And then from there, we'll just have to see, uh, at least we do know after that, we do have a match on Wednesday, the seventh. So, um, against Appalachian, it'll be good to invite them to, to Finley. And, um, so until then, um, TJ, go CFC. Go blues. If I'm tired, I have to do it. Right. I was wondering. I was wondering if you were going to do that. No, I had it. I, I listened to the pod. I told you, I'm the one in the house that listens. I know how. I know how it ends. Oh, Mr. Oliveira with a cheeky goal.